Hey guys, it is day six and today we're talking about spring cleaning our nutrition. Now, this is probably something we could talk about for weeks. So what I wanna do today is give you a good overview of all the most important things. And then if you're interested in continuing to learn more, I'll have some options available to you down the road. For now, let's start with a general overview of nutrition. So we'll call it Nutrition 101. <laughs> Something that has become obscured and mixed up is portion control. In the standard American diet, which is essentially what most Americans eat, stands, or the acronym is SAD, so it's, it's kind of a joke because it's, it's sad. And it is because so many junk foods are being eaten and like uh, up until recently I, I just didn't realize like how easy and how readily available all of this crap was. I mean I knew you could just go buy it obviously but like I had better habits when I was younger and before I had my son I it, it was just my metabolism metabolism was better and all of that sort of stuff and then there was COVID and all this stuff going on and it's just like made me realize and truly understand how easy it is to fall into a rut of just eating the wrong things so your metabolism crashes and your body starts storing the stuff you eat as fat and it just all goes downhill from there and somewhere along the way parents started telling their kids to clean their plates which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing if the plates were filled with good healthy nutritious food and so in doing that a lot of the people a lot of the kids would end up eating too much food and that would end up turning off the body cues that we have naturally built in that is like a natural switch that tells us when we're actually full so it kind of messes that up and it's just all downhill from there and now it's it's nobody's fault it's just a lack of information a lack of being informed and being educated on the things that we need to eat and the things that we need to do to ensure that our body is at its healthiest and that we're putting things into our body for fuel and not just for the act of eating or the act of enjoying the food that we have in front of us the other thing about overeating is that our stomachs have to stretch out to accommodate the extra food that we're putting into it. And then come the next time it is to eat, it'll take more food to make us feel full. So we eat and we overeat and the next time we have to overeat again to be full and then it just keeps going to this downward spiral of more and more overeating. So we don't want to do that, right? But here's the other kicker. So a lot of people know this. They don't want to overeat. And then they assume that if they just eat less, they'll lose weight. But then they struggle with hunger and feeling tired and all of these other problems because people aren't eating enough food, which is actually just a different form of malnourishment. And actually, this makes me think of a Grey's Anatomy episode where they had to bring this man in to Graceland Memorial in a dump truck because he was so overweight. And Dr. Karev was working with him and he said, believe it or not, this man is extremely malnourished. And you wouldn't think that a man who is hundreds and hundreds of pounds overweight could be malnourished because we typically think of malnourished as being like not getting enough food. And that's what it's not getting enough nutrients is what it is. And so when, you know, this man is probably eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of carbs, not enough 
vegetables with healthy nutrients to keep the organs functioning properly. So he is malnourished, even though he's very large. He doesn't have enough of the nutrients that his body actually needs to keep him healthy. So malnourished doesn't just mean like extremely skinny and um, underweight. It can be actually overweight too. And here's the thing. If you starve yourself, will you lose weight? Well, yeah, because your body needs something to survive on, but it's not actually doing you any good because taking in fewer calories than you need slows down your metabolic rate, which leads to fatigue because you aren't getting enough calories to support even the basic functions to keep you alive. Plus, when you're not getting enough calories, your body will be malnourished, like we said, and our bodies like to try and keep us at a perfect equilibrium. And so it finds the easiest ways to get us there. And while it seems like fat would be a great place to create energy from, it's actually a lot easier for our bodies to break down lean muscle mass en- mass for energy. And then when you have less muscle, your metabolism dwindles even further, meaning even more tiredness. So it's a lose-lose, lose-lose, lose-lose situation. And honestly, wouldn't you rather eat more food and not feel hungry than starve yourself? I mean, I know I would. Another important thing to know is that our bodies can only absorb so much of a nutrient at a time, which is why it's important to eat a variety of different foods at each meal and not just six cups of spinach because you're trying to get healthy. Our bodies are kind of like a car. When you put more gas in the car than it needs, it doesn't help it run any better. Overfilling the tank just makes the gas spill out and makes a huge big mess. So same goes for our bodies. If we put in more than it needs at a given time, it's not gonna make us perform any better and it's gotta find somewhere to spill out. And that normally is when food gets converted to glycogen that gets stored as fat in our bodies. So knowing what to eat and how much your body needs is not only important for losing weight and gaining muscle, but it's important for your overall well-being and optimal health as well. So the most important thing when it comes to changing nutrition habits is having a shift in mindset and understanding how things work. We've talked about this all week long. Mindset is the most important thing. It's key to changing any sort of habit because our mind has power and mindfulness is key and self-awareness is freedom because when we understand ourselves, it's easier to make the change and to know what changes we need to make to move us closer to the place that we want to be. So knowing that veggies help make us feel full and then we can eat more veggies to feel more full without gaining extra weight because there's very low calories and there's lots and lots of nutrients in them and knowing that protein keeps us feeling full and that it's okay to eat healthy carbs because we get good energy from it. It's all important to fully understanding all of the things that we're putting in our body and their purpose and what the outcome is going to be from doing this. The mindset and the understanding is the cornerstone to successful weight loss journey. And that's why I've absolutely loved the program that I've been doing because it's a total solution. So not only are there thousands of workouts that I can choose from and programs that are designed to shape different parts of your body so you know you know you're doing workouts that are going to be beneficial and going to get you the results that you want, but there's also tons of resources on nutrition 
in addition to meal plans and recipes. And there's all these amazing introductory videos to help build up that foundational knowledge of nutrition and help us to shift from our emotional eating, our overeating, or mindless eating to a mindful and intentional way of eating to fuel our bodies and eating for energy so that they can perform at their best and leave us feeling the best that we possibly can. Veggies are our secret weapon because if we focus on eating veggies, it'll be easier to feel satisfied and we'll still lose weight because we can eat a lot of veggies without gaining weight from them or feeling stuffed or bloated or yucky, unless of course you eat way too much. But having those snackable veggies like carrots, cauliflower, baby bell peppers, cucumbers, broccoli, all those things, but then also incorporating veggies into your meals, so you're eating some cooked veggies as well, that's where the meal planning and prepping comes into place and makes it super helpful because those meals are readily available to you. And then the snackable veggies are just an easy, quick grab to munch on so we can still have that instant gratification that we like. We like things to be given to us instantly. So if we're starting to feel hungry, it's easy to grab for grab a bag of chips or or our favorite snack. And if we choose to grab some quick veggies, it's a win-win because we're getting a quick snack and we're getting the nutrients that we need. And the vegetables are going to make us feel full. So it's all about how you view things and the choices that you make and the actions that you take. And while veggies most is super duper important and should be the majority of your diet, it's still important that you get your protein and your carbs and fruit, oils and healthy fats in as well. Because remember, our bodies can only utilize so much of a nutrient at a time. So mixing it up gives us a fun variety, makes meal planning and eating healthy and and fun, but it's also better for our bodies. And you guys, I could go on and on with information about all this, but the thing that will be most beneficial to you is actually starting a nutrition plan or a total solution plan like the one I'm on, where you get a basic understanding of nutrition, but you can also have exercises and recipes that you know are healthy and mindset growth resources and accountability groups and additional nutrient boosts with shakes that are more than just a protein shake and actually fill in the gaps of our nutrition. Because no matter how healthy you eat, there's still going to be gaps in our nutrition. So by filling in those gaps of our diet by giving with something that gives us antioxidants to protect against heart disease and cancer and other diseases um, that has phytonutrients for our eye, bone, joint, heart health, immune system support, and brain function. Those phytonutrients can help reduce the risk of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and stroke. And something that has fiber for some good poos and adaptogens to help combat fatigue and enhance mental performance and ease depression and anxiety. Having these things is important because you're going to feel great from eating the nutrients that you're going to be eating once you start a new nutrition plan with... um, the right portions and the right foods with eating veggies most, drinking water first, all of those things. But filling in the gaps is what's going to make a huge difference because then your body is getting the optimal amount of nutrients you need each and every day to get the results that you want the quickest. So make sure that you're also getting those extra nutrients, those antioxidants, phytonutrients, adaptogens, and fiber help fill in those gaps. So now that you have a general overview of nutrition, it's time to talk about meal planning. 
meal planning is absolutely crucial in forming new habits and sticking to healthier eating because we're so used to foods being readily available to us with minimal or no effort and also minimal or no nutritional value. So preparing our meals ahead of time increases the likelihood that we will choose to heat up those things or grab those healthier options when it's time to eat. Meal planning can also save money, aid in portion control, which also saves money. And it allows for an overall healthier diet. And we can simplify our days by having one less thing to worry about, like by by not having to worry about what's what am I going to make for dinner? Or if we have meals prepped ahead of time, like that's just one last thing you have to do each day. Meal planning doesn't have to be some big elaborate thing. It can be for anyone and everyone. You don't have to make some gigantic, beautiful culinary meal for every single meal, but you just do what works for you. And I'm going to walk you through the steps that will keep it simple and realistic for you. So first you need to consider your lifestyle. What does your daily routine look like and how do meals tend to fall into place during your day? Because keeping with the general flow of things will make it easier and aids in sustainability of healthy eating and meal planning. So evaluate yourself, ask yourself questions as to what's reasonable for you to try. Do you want to um, plan and prep all seven days of meals? Do you want to start prepping all of the lunches for the week and then progress as time goes on? You know you best, so you could decide what you feel will lead to the most success for you because I don't want you to spend two or three or four hours on Sunday meal prepping if that's too overwhelming for you or if it's not what you want to do because that won't be sustainable over time. So although that works for me, it doesn't have to be what you do, at least not right from the start. Meal prepping can be an adjustment, so I want you to be able to transition smoothly and as easily as possible into these new habits so that it's easier to keep them up over time. Always remember, it's progress over perfection. So even if you don't get as much meal prepping done as you'd like or you get McDonald's one day through lunch because you just didn't make the time to prep your lunch, just try again the next day. It's okay. A week is normally a good starting point for meal planning. So write out everything that you need for every meal that you want to have for the week so you know exactly what you need when you go to buy groceries or you place your grocery pickup order, which are two ways that I actually save money on groceries by doing a pickup, not going inside, and having everything planned out. Actually, I just went to last weekend. I I went into Walmart for the first time in months because I typically do grocery pickups on Sundays, but I was out of town and I just didn't get around to planning out my week in time. And I ended up spending twice what I normally would spend in a week, you guys. Twice. Like, it was ridiculous. When you go into the store, it's so much easier to just grab things along the way. And I mean, that's not always a bad thing because if you get items that can be frozen or our pantry items, it's it's good to have some extra things on hand sometimes. But if you're looking to stay within budget and have have better self-control, either shop the perimeter of the store if you want to have better self-control because that's where all the healthy stuff is, or if you like me, do a pickup order online, you can just get your few things that you need, go pick it up, and go home. So... Again, it's what works for you, but there's little things like that that you can do that just make your life a whole lot easier and make you more successful. So find what works for you. (laughs) 
Well, it's good to write down what you're gonna have at each meal. It's also important to add in a couple extra buffers and make sure that you have healthy snacks or other fillers on hand because having a few extra items on hand that are quick and easy to grab is still better than ordering food or going through a drive-through. Again, it's progress, not perfection. Or as my mom would say, it's good, better, best. Meaning that, for example, eating a meal with a carb, protein, veggie, fruit, and fat is better than eating a meal that's just pasta, which is better than eating fast food, which is better than eating nothing at all. Okay, so eating nothing at all, you know, going to fast food would trump eating nothing, nothing at all. Eating a meal of pasta might trump fast food and then of course your full healthy nutritious meal is going to be your best option so good better best progress not perfection absolutely prep for success like i said it's super important to prep your meals to plan your meals so you'll be less likely to fail if you struggle with thinking of things to make for dinners um you know sometimes it can be hard to have healthy meals that everyone likes You can always go with a theme like Meatless Monday, Taco Tuesday, Healthy Homemade Pizza Thursday, Fish Friday, etc. Come up with something like that so that if you're ever struggling coming up with things, you can go to this theme day. You don't have to do it every week, but it it can just be something that, you know, helps, helps prompt you when you're doing your meal planning. Another important thing when meal planning that has helped me immensely is to plan and prep meals that will have leftovers. It seems trivial because a lot of, you know, we're used to making things that have leftovers because they're big amounts of things. But sometimes when we're meal planning, we forget that we can eat the same thing a few days in a row and switch up some of our snacks or other meals to still get a variety of nutrients each day. I know I've found myself meal planning and having like a different meal for every single meal and (laughs) that's just not feasible. It's not feasible for meal prepping and it's not feasible for budgeting. It's just not the best way to go about it. So plan for leftovers. There's even been times where I make things that just I like that my husband won't eat and then I have food for myself for a meal for every single day of the week. Like it's just easier that way to prep it out and then I can put it all in my little containers and it just is ready for me to heat up. If you're going to try a new recipe, I recommend limiting that to one or maybe two recipes a week because if you go and try a whole bunch of different recipes, one, it takes longer to make because you're having to keep going back over the recipe and two, you might not like it and can end up going to waste which isn't helpful to eating healthier because then you don't have the food to eat so you go to your you know your next best option which is typically ordering takeout or um, going through a drive-through or just grabbing some less less healthier options so it's it's not helpful for eating healthy but it's also not helpful for saving money because if you're wasting food there's no point of trying to budget or trying to save money. So limit the amount of new recipes you try each week. And that could even be a theme day too. Something like, like something new Saturday. I don't know. I'm just coming up with that on the spot, but keep it simple. You don't have to make a big extravagant culinary meals. Like I said, just make sure that you remember to have a variety of nutrients and try to get veggies in with every single meal. The final step in meal planning is to make sure you write out every single thing you need for all the meals you have planned. Check off the things that you already have around the house 
and then shop online or head to head to the store if you're going into the store make your list into like food item groups and into categories so that you can like get all your produce together then go to dry foods then to meat and seafood then to frozen etc so I know that um, with the Walmart app, you can go to walmart.com, that section, and then add things to a list. When you have your list all together, you can go into it and then you can click show me a map and it'll give you a map of where all the food items are in the store. So that is helpful if you're wanting to save time and be strategic about your grocery shopping. Plus, one thing about that is that when you have it all mapped out for you and you know exactly where you need to go, you're spending less time browsing, you're spending less time searching around for the things that you need and probably grabbing things that you don't need. So having it all laid out, knowing which aisles you need to go to, knowing your mapped out route of the grocery store, you can just go straight to those things, grab those things, move on to the next. So will save money, it'll prevent you from impulse buys, all that sort of thing. And those are really the basics of meal planning. I posted um, a resource for you guys to check out today that has a meal plan outline with everything you need to plan out a week of meals. And there's also a sample buffet style meal plan in there for you guys to try out too if you want something that's already done for you. So feel free to adapt it to your needs. That's honestly what I do every single week because every week me and my team get these meal plans. Everything's laid out breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, all of the things. And so I take those and I incorporate some of them into my meal plan. I also will take note of the things that I have on hand because I'll sometimes have leftovers from um, the week before or have a meal that I didn't end up making the week before. So I put that in there to save some money. And then I just add in some things that I know I like. If there's a new recipe on that meal plan that we get sent every Friday, I'll you know, incorporate one or two of those in just to give it a try and to try something new, switch it up a little bit. So same goes for you. Take the meal plan that I have for you and just adapt it to yourself. Like add in some things that you know you're gonna like, try some things that you feel like you might like and try some things that you're not so sure about. Give it all a try. It's all a journey. It's a lifestyle journey that you're going to be embarking on that's going to get you to your goals it's 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 all about the mindset you guys all about the mindset so get to know yourself get to know what works for you what doesn't work for you go through trial and error and don't be afraid to embrace that and learn from the things that um, most people would perceive as failures just keep moving forward so understand your goals know how to get there. If you need some guidance, I am here. That is what I'm here for. I'm here to serve you guys, help you guys, give you guys advice, anything you need. So feel free to utilize that. It's totally up to you if you want to make a difference in your life or not. So start getting uh, consistent with meal planning and prepping and do it in a way that you enjoy it so it can be sustainable and so it can really change your life. So all right, that's all I've got for you guys today. So check out that meal plan document for that I have for you guys. I think you're going to really, really love it. And I will see you in tomorrow's day seven, our last day of challenges, where we'll talk about spring cleaning our relationships. All right, guys, talk to you soon. Bye.